All right. We're live. Tapping birdie. This century uh, with my good friend John Hasbauer, a.k.a. PGA Tout. Um, how you doing tonight? I mean, this is this has been a long time coming. I mean, TIB is back in action. I know. I couldn't be happier to kick off the new year right alongside you, right with TIB. Turn tournament of the century, some people yeah. call it. Yeah. Tur- that's wow. Did you not use that um in your in your article like were you saving it for tib kept it back pocket in case you texted me at 2 a.m wondering if i would come on i did text you at 2 a.m <laughs> i did text you um at 2 a.m you know the secretary took an extended vacation um so she was kind of off and i thought she scheduled out um my my TIB rotation to start the year. Um, so I'm not really sure what I'm paying her for, but you know, it's the we, holidays. Had to, we had to figure something out. And, you know, I, I really appreciate last minute, like you coming on now that, you know, you're a married man, you know, things have changed a lot for you. Ring looks great, dude. Boom. Are, are you golfing with it on? Like, has it affected your golf swing? Do you know yet? Yeah, that's a good question. I was I thought that was going to be more of an issue than it is. Once you put a golf glove over this thing, I like don't even yeah. know it's there. So it's on okay. at all times unless I'm like swimming, which I have not done because it's okay. it's very cold where we live. Uh, but I am planning a trip to go to Mexico in a couple of weeks. So that will be really I've tried. That'll be my first test to not lose this thing because okay. um, I, I really don't think it's going to last very long because I'm I'm not somebody who wears jewelry, so yeah, it's an extra thing that I have to remember to not lose. Uh, I would say over under is probably a year and a half before I have my first scare of losing it. Yeah, I, I've actually heard that that's one of the biggest adjustments of getting married is like having the ring on. Like that is like top three or four like differences in your life um, that you have to like kind of just adjust to but you're a guy you could roll with the punches like you 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 can do things in a lot of different elements and and you know i've seen that firsthand um on our trips up to to rochester um one of the one of the greatest cities um in america um like you were truly just phenomenal at at woke hill (laughs) <laughs> um, some are calling it, um, just the performance you put on, um, T degree that, that week on that course and those conditions. I mean, I I'll never, um, forget that. Yeah. T degree is where like, don't even talk about green. Like, we, yeah, we don't talk about green. I did debut the claw, the claw grip yes. at, the, at the hill. Um, I think I've abandoned it already. Okay. Um, I won a Scotty Cameron putter. That's, that's a, a new update for me is uh, I may not be a mallet guy anymore. Um, big, like it's the equipment. It's not me guy. Exactly. So 2024 is the year of the blade. And how did you win this? Uh, I won like a shop credit, like a $250 shop credit at, um, in a scramble tournament. Cause like they were just like ago. using all your drives and like, yeah, like they were not using exactly. Shots. They did not use a single one of my putts. We actually started out. I want to say, oh, we went birdie, birdie, and then we made eight consecutive pars. 
and then we made birdie or eagle on every other hole coming in. And I thought for sure that there's always one group that cheats and shoots like yeah, yeah, a fifty. And you're like, all right, whatever. And we shot like eleven under, I think, or twelve under. And I left because I just assumed somebody would cheat. Um, but no, we won. So I had to come back like a few months later, uh, and I got a Scotty Cameron out of it. So we'll see. Maybe so that that's the missing piece. You had to spend some of your own money on the on the Scotty, I'm guessing, or was it? Oh, was was it only two fifty? I think it was three hundred. So okay, that's basically fine. covered. That's like literally like chill. Like there's yeah. no no issues. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm so, a blade guy. Blade guy I, now, like Scotty Cameron, like elitist East Coaster with your three hundred dollar putter. Um, like it's kind of it's it kind of like turning me off a little bit, but it's fine. Actually, last night, um, my friends were over we were watching the games, and we we're like talking about golf, and we we're like recapping around, and one of my friends said, "Brian, your solution to everything in golf is just to buy a new club." Like yeah. that was so. I stand by that. Like my friend, he doesn't have a 60 degree and he like missed the green on an 80 yard shot. And they're like, you literally. And I was like, dude, you just buy a 60. He's like, you, every single solution for you is just like buying a new club. It's like, yeah, like buying a golf club is like kind of the best part of golf. Like that is like what is makes it a great sport. Yeah, and when you hit Brian Harmon at the open, you can afford to. Yeah, to I mean that buy money, your problems away. That money, like couldn't have been more gone like it's so <laughs> it's like not even remotely close to being around anymore um but like you know this season like i really feel like a new energy kind of like creeping up like we're leaving okay. past old habits we're making smarter more informed bets um you know we're not afraid to pay up for some people um, and we're just like, we're just kind of grinding this year. Like we have like no other obligations. Like it's truly all about getting guys in the final group or like second to last group and like just getting the sweat on Sunday and just really like making the most of the time we have, um, on the PGA tour, because I just, I don't know if, you know, this is going to be going on much longer. Yeah, that's true. I, I've been starting to think of like New Year's resolutions. Like, what is 2024 about? Um, 2023 was like the year of chaos for me because I turned 30 and then I got married. Yeah. I went to my bachelor yeah, party. I went to a bunch you're of weddings. Yeah. I went to a bunch of my friends' weddings. Everybody gets married at once. All my time was like, I was all over the place. 2024, I don't have a single, not even one wedding on the docket. Wow. Maybe I, mine, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This could, this could be the year you you yep. could elope. You could yep. find someone yep. to get married immediately, and then I'm there. Uh, just text me like 2 a.m. the night before your wedding, and I'm there. Um, but 2024 is the year of no obligations. Your focus. Yeah. 2025. I'm gonna buy a house. Okay. So I'm like, wonder if there's any like anyone in our community who knows real estate that's listening. Chad. I'm going to need some pointers. I was toying around with this idea, like this concept throughout the year of like a mortgage bet or putting the house on somebody. Yeah. Because I'm about to buy a house. Yeah. But I, I don't think do anyone's done more, that. Like, I, I have to do a little like bit that's... more research and make sure that's not like copyrighted or anything. But yeah, this year is all about me being able to afford a house next year. 
Yes. That's it. That's the driving ethos of 2020. So basically on swing season events, like you're betting 50 grand to win 50 grand. Correct. Like you're just loading up on one LPGA tour event and every single other opposite field event. Yeah. Like when I have a conviction bet, whether or not I can afford a house next year rides on it and what, what tax bracket I'm in. If yeah. I'm a North Shore or a South Shore Long Island guy, like this is all on the table next year. Okay, so this and is it, I'm going to pick just, one week. Yeah, this I don't is, know what week this year be. is not just for like Twitter likes and congratulations. It's for like setting yourself up for the rest of your life and buying a house, right? Or okay. never being able to afford a house ever if it's a bad year. Okay, yeah, so I there's mean, a lot at stake. Yeah, I mean, I personally have a house. Um, on the south shore of Long Island, I can see that. Um, yeah, four floors. Um, you've seen it. You, you, you. I think you've gotten the tour. Oh yeah. Um, and you, you saw the pod room. Like it was pretty sick. If, if I don't, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, can we talk about? Because I haven't talked about this. Um, you said you were literally down to talk about anything tonight. Absolutely. Um. So can we talk some some John Rom? Like, can we talk a yeah. little bit about like top three golfer in the world? Like one of the best golfers in the last five years, two-time major champion. Um, a guy who said a lot of things, um, kind of just going to live. Um, you know, in the in the uh in the fall. And now he's just not on the PGA tour um, anymore. Do you have any, you know, overarching thoughts um, about this, uh, this move? Uh, I'm not shocked that it happened. Obviously it's, he said he wasn't going to go and then he got offered more money and he went. So that's really like, I don't like the people who are calling John Rahm a hypocrite because things change. He's, he made comments at a certain point in time, and that was before Jay Monahan became the worst commissioner. Well, he was kind of trending towards being the worst commissioner yeah. in his career sports. But then he made some actions um, that solidified him as the worst commissioner in sports. He did request more porta potties, and they got it done, and they he still turns back. So I think that's a little. It's like, what can the tour do? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what other option they had. And I, I want to like continue to follow Porta Potty Gate to see if the live yeah. setups have a bunch of Porta Potties everywhere. If the Porta Potty is incorporated into his new team logo, maybe, or like their new merch, they're like branding Porta Potties. I think they need to take it and run with it. I think they have something there. Um, but yeah, I think anyone who speaks Spanish will be on live within the next year. It's there's it's really, literally... I think it's like Grio. Grio's like the only dude left. Like Nico Echevarria, who I'm sure we'll talk about in this podcast. Of course. I mean, obviously. <laughs> I mean, he's on um, live. Yeah, live. no. I mean, Mito, Answer, Joaquim. Like, they just. Sergio. All, Sergio. Eugenio. Puig. Who could forget Eugenio and Puig? Yeah. Um, but True. Like, this there's, is a, there's, that's a valid point. There's something to that, though. Like, the PGA Tour, you got to live in America and you're going to play most of your events in America. Yeah. If you're a good player and you're getting offered a ton of money and eventually you're going to like have a tournament in your home country like Valderrama is with Spain, 
or all the Australians playing in Australia. Like the PGA just doesn't offer or like the all the Singapore play. people playing in Singapore. <laughs> I'm shocked actually that none of the Korean players have like made their own yeah. team because the, that they're playing over there. Um, that that's odd to me. Um, but yeah, like if you're a Spanish speaking player and you've got a bunch of Spanish speaking friends over there, it makes sense to me. So am I going to watch live? No, actually one other thing I just want to air my grievances on, um, Syracuse plays Duke tonight. Syracuse. <laughs> Do you have beat... a lock? No, I don't know. I like the team, but I don't, I'm not confident in the team yet. Okay. Syracuse played Pittsburgh last week, beat them. It was on the CW. I spent 30 minutes. I don't have cable. I just stream everything. I spent 30 minutes trying to figure out how do I get this app? How do I stream it? You can't do it as far as I'm as far as I can tell. There's no way to stream the CW if you don't have a cable subscription. I desperately tried to watch the CW and I couldn't do it. Uh, I had to illegally stream the game. So I don't know how anybody watches live. I, I don't understand. Like it's on CW. Cool. But if you don't have a cable subscription, you just can't yeah, like, you're not like you a boomer. watch like, it. You can like down, download something on your Roku, but you're saying there's no Roku. I downloaded app. it on Roku and there's no way to watch what's live. You can only watch on demand. It's okay. the worst app for sports streaming in the world. So I will continue to not watch live because I've already been wrong trying to watch my college basketball team on the CW. I'm done with the CW and I'm not watching live, but so you're out. Yeah. But like they'll make a deal and then it won't be on the CW anymore. And I'll maybe I'll, if I could bet on live in like a year and we've merged, then maybe I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I, I disagree on Ron being a hypocrite. Like he absolutely is. That doesn't mean the tour isn't um, a hypocrite, but I think it's like one thing for me if Rom said like one of the three things he said, but to <laughs> say like I want to like it means something when you win the memorial or it means something when you win Bay Hill. Like I care about that stuff and like I don't want to go to live for that reason because the events on the PGA Tour matter. Like okay, that's like one thing. It's like all right, like fine, that's cool. But then to be like, oh, no, like, actually, like, hundreds of million dollars wouldn't change my life at all. And, like, <laughs> we don't need it. It's like, okay, like, fine. Like, all right. Like, that's that's okay. And then to say, yeah, actually, like, I really don't like the format of live. Like, I actually, like, don't think it's a real golf tournament. Um, <laughs> to, like, to say one of those things and go, it's like, fine. But to say all three and go, like, it, yeah, I mean, I feel like he had the most ammunition of like gotcha moments other than like Rory. Like, has anyone else been like had that many? Like, I don't know if he was second, but like he definitely was up there in terms of like gotcha moments if he ever went to live, right? Yeah, no, he, he definitely was. But I think if you even look at his comments after he joined Live, he was still like yeah, I still don't really know how I feel about this format, but I guess I could get used to it. Like he was like, I like playing team golf. It was fun in, in college. In college, yeah. yeah, but I still don't really love not having a cut. Like even when they were interviewing him on a very like pro live interview, he was still like, There's things about this that I'm not crazy about, but hopefully it changes. So it it was all the money and you know, it's it's fine. The other thing with Ram is he doesn't have like He's not in that group of like 
Justin Thomas and Jordan Speed. No, he's not. He doesn't have his boys there. His boys are kind of like the Spanish guys, like Sergio, anybody from Spain, and Phil, who's like he's super tight with Phil's brother yeah. from college days and stuff. So there, there just ended up being more guys that Ron was close with on Live than there was. Yeah, it, it's like if point. like some of your boys are like at the bar, but like some of your like closer boys are like at this other bar, like. You're gonna go to the other bar and like post with your boys. Like that's basically why Rom went to live. Is like my no the real re- like the real reason Rom went is because he won the fucking Masters and he's yes. in every major for the next five years and everything will be figured out in the next five years. That is the difference. Like the difference in going to live or not. The reason why Finau and Hatton and Hovland aren't on live is because they do not have major exemptions. That is like the reason. So I understand it um, from like the winning a major um, aspect of it because those events are more and more the only reasons that only events that really matter. Um, even though I think there will be some great events on the PGA Tour um, this year, but everything's going to be figured out in five years, and everyone will be playing. Um, you know, the same events. So it, I think that's the, the difference why Finau isn't there and Rom is, um, is because of the major exemptions. And then the other thing, it's like he, he doesn't even have like a team and like some shit golfer on the DP World Tour who like legitimately like is not good at golf. It's like, oh, like he's going to be the first team member. And then he comes out, he's like, a not. It's like, what a shit show like you literally get the reigning masters champion and like a top three player in the world like arguably the greatest player in the world and it's just like that's it like who is he going to be playing with like what's his team like none of this has been announced like live starts in like a month like it's like half the events are like on midnight like okay i'm a fucking like north american like american centric guy and like i understand like i guess people around the world like like watching golf but that pisses me off is like half the events are like legitimately like will not be on like when 300 million people are like watching golf and i'm not saying that you know the entire world should revolve around the united states and the eastern time zone but i kind of am so like that's (laughs) my biggest gripe is like yo like i won't even like watch half these events and i would watch it like i have no problem with it like bryson like should have been on the Ryder Cup, like top 10 player in the world. Like Bryson's good at golf. Like you got me. Like I'm a live bot. But that's kind of my biggest thing is that like, yeah, like Rob's going to be playing with like legitimately like terrible DP World Tour golfers and like live Singapore instead of like losing me money at Memorial and Bay Hill. But I did kind of start the like hating Rom thing. Yeah, for some reason, they've really, like, gotten these top guys on the concept of, like, having equity in the team when no team can attract a a sponsor that anyone's ever heard of. Like, all the, like, apparel sponsors are legitimately companies with, like, 300 followers on Instagram. It's some, like, made-up front that's probably also found, like, backed by the Saudi people of, like manufacturers i've never heard of there was a rumor that nike was gonna like sponsor uh brooks's team and it just never happened um because obviously um but somehow they think that john rom's team is gonna be valued at the same valuation of like the dallas cowboys one day 
Like, I, I don't yeah. really understand that. And now they're like, well, yeah, why would a top player go if they're not going to have equity in their team? That's why Tony Finau didn't join Rom's team because he is good enough to have his own team, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that doesn't mean anything. No reputable company is investing in this made-up live golf league that doesn't play half their events in the United States and draws 100,000 viewers live on the CW. Like, there's no appeal to investors outside of outside of love right now. Yeah. Um I agree. Like I I I'm not a huge fan of Live, but I, I can like see points of it. It just pissed me off that Rom went, to be honest. Um <laughs> and I hadn't talked about it and I just wanted to talk about it. Um if you're like first time listener like I normally like don't I'm not like a super lib and like just rag on live like that's not really what this pod's about but i was just kind of stewing on that um for a while so i appreciate okay. um everyone just hanging in there with me but those are my real thoughts um about <laughs> it before we get into the century i've been deep in the lab you've been deep in the lab i've you know been kind of forecasting this major season um this pga tour season and i feel good about some guys like harman and like when do you see like winning majors anyone can win a major now like you have yeah. the right to say anyone can win any event if that happens so i've kind of been like stewing on like some longer shot major winners guys that can like have a breakout year like Wyndham and Harmon and all these other people um who is one elite guy like top 25 top 30 in the world you think gets a major and a PGA tour um win this year and like really vaults himself kind of into the top 10 and like really elevates um his game this year, like Hovland last year would be my mm. like example um, of that. So gets his first, has not won a major yet. Sure. Gets his first or just ha- like a top player that like has a really, really good season. That's like top 30 um, in the world. Like Hovland last year, he didn't win a, like a major, but like Scotty two years ago, like someone mm-hmm. like that, not like fucking Seps Rocket. Right. Um, I think I, this isn't a perfect answer to that question, but I think Matt Fitzpatrick will have a top 10, will be top 10 in the world, have a top 10 season, which I think is more of an elite rank. Like he just seems yeah. like he's on a trajectory that's going to continue going up. And the more he wins, the easier it's going to be for him to win again because he's not like chasing his first win yeah. or anything like that. He got the monkey off his back with a major. He won his favorite, like, his favorite hometown event. He won in England in his hometown last year too. He won a Ryder cup. Like the vibes are just really good for Matty Fitz. He's going to continue to chase distance, which is going to be good for him. Braces great putter. Off. Braces are off. He's married. He's got a hot, hot wife. girlfriend. Yeah. Wife. Chip Wood. and cross handed. Doesn't give a fuck. Like yeah, Matty Fitz is going to win multiple times this year. I don't know if I'm going to say he's definitely going to win a major, but he's going to win two multiple PGA times Tour on events the PGA this Tour this year. Okay. Yeah, he's not going That's to be Victor Hov- He's not going to have a Victor Hovland transcendence, but he will win twice. Okay. Um, and he'll be a factor in the majors. Okay. Um, 
I, I'm not going to say I love it, honestly, but that's fine. Like, it's like no beef situation. Um, he's a one major guy in my book. I know you said he didn't want a major, Never but like, again. he, like, he can't win another major. I'm like out on that. My guy, my top guy that's going to have an amazing year this year is Max Homa. Um, I truly think, um, like he's going to have an elite season and I think he's going to win a major and maybe multiple PGA tour events. Um, I think he could have like a Justin Rose 2013 season um, that Justin Rose, if, if anyone remembers 2012 Ryder cup played unbelievable, was kind of like a fringe guy, like normal dude, like some Euro um, goes nuclear at the Ryder cup, wins a major that year, has a really good year. And then like submits himself as, you know, a future world number one, um, you know, an elite, a truly, truly elite golfer. I think home is close, but I really think like his performance in the Ryder Cup, how well he played in a lot of events last year. Um, I really think it's time for him. I know he's had a lot of like breakthroughs, but I really think Homa is my guy to really truly elevate himself into a top five player on the PGA Tour that wins a major um, this year and some some big dick um pga tour events um like honestly like i just think he's kind of good at golf like honestly <laughs> i think he he golfs his ball well i don't know if that's like a hot take or not but i don't really have think he has really any weaknesses in his game like he's a good putter a uh, great ball striker um he knows how to win i know he has a lot of pga tour wins but i think he really like cements himself as as a like bona fide like top five player in the world yeah, uh, he kind of is in a similar position that Hovland was going into last year where like yeah. everything was looking good, but he hadn't really done it on the biggest stages yet. Um, he's got all the pieces. I, I think I bet him twice in, in majors last year, and I'll probably continue to do it. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense why he's not doing well in majors because he does really well to your point in like yeah. high pressure, like uh, the, like the Ryder cup or the president's cup. who's fantastic too. He won in Africa. Yes. Just randomly just showed up and won there. Um, he's just really good. He's a great swing. Yeah. He's a, one of the best putters. Like he could be a top five putter on the whole tour this year. He's exactly like that. I don't know why. Do you know why more PGA tour players don't do what like Hovland and Homa do and like be really good ball strikers and also putt really well. Like why don't more people do that? It is crazy why all the best putters are like really bad at, at ball striking. Um, yeah. like, like like statistically <laughs> statistically the reason for that is like bad ball strikers give them long putts and if you make more long putts you gain more strokes and if you hit it close to the cup more often you're more likely to lose strokes putting cuz you have more opportunity to miss putts that you should make. Um, but it doesn't make sense why that you can't just be an elite ball striker and an elite putter. Yeah. Like Hovland and, and home are, those are really yeah. the only guys that I'm like, no, like Hovland is really the example of that. Like he really can putt his ball and like do everything else. Um, really well. Okay. So one longer shot guy that you think could, you know, win an elevated event, um, like, you know, win on the PGA tour, like, maybe contend in a major, maybe win a major. 
who's a guy that you could see yourself above 50 to one most weeks, just betting. Cause you think a win is coming this year. I would say not, um, not in a major, but I would say a guy who I think is going to have Nick Taylor's season this year. Okay. What, the 2024 version of 2023 Nick Taylor is Adam Shank. Okay. He's going to like, he's going to be in contention in like one of these signature events and he's going to win. He doesn't have like a Canadian open equivalent, but he's going to yeah. win. His the first John Deere. He's going to win the John Deere. Oh, he, he, oh yeah. That, that's his backyard. Like he rides his tractor. He rides his John Deere to the John Deere. Exactly. Uh, he's going to win. Like he had such a good year last year. He, he keeps adding distance. He's, now he's a bomber. And one of the top putters on tour. His, his wife follows me like on Twitter. Crazy. That's so, great. I'm like, I'm I'm glad to hear that. I hope model. she's watching, honestly. Um she <laughs> Adam Shank is winning the players. I'm I'm with I'm I'm in. Sure. Like, I'm in. Like Why absolute not? nuke. Um, but yeah, I think I think there's something there. I don't think that was a one year fluke. Like like Scott Stallings the year before. Yeah. We watched that and we were like, what is that? That's not going to continue. Yeah. And he was completely erased from the PGA tour. Yeah. In last year. I don't think I, I think heard he's actually like becoming a commentator on the PGA tour. Like, I yeah. Think like he, his career's over. He was like dominating the BMW. He was like about to win the BMW at Willie CC. And he, he got hot. He was like doing a Lucas Glover thing last year, the year before. Yeah. And he just completely disappeared. Adam Shank is in a different category than that. I think, I think he's got the tools and he's ascending. He's okay. still going up. Love it. Uh, my guy, there. my guy, my long shot guy. Um, I don't know if you know what, um, but I don't know if you, you listen, but he's going to win a major this year. Um, he's won 50 to one bet it right now. It's an absolute whale bomb, nuclear missile play. Uh, Cam Davis is my mm-hmm. guy. This year, he's winning the U.S. Open. Like, oh. this is not a joke. He He's actually going to win the U.S. Open. I'm calling it now. Um, to win a U.S. Open, you have to be a bomber. Like, that has to be the distinctive thing about you. Check. To win a U.S. Open, you have to be a first-time major winner. You can't win a U.S. Open if you've won a major before. Boom. Check. Check. <laughs> you have to, like, kind of be like a fringe guy. Not, not really. Just really Wyndham Clark, but like, not be like go- that good at golf, and then just like be a really good driver and putter, and then like figure out your iron play. Yeah. Um, and you know, stroke scan Australia at Pinehurst, like it's kind of like that vibe. Um, yeah. over there. Um, my, I think Cam Davis can have a Wyndham Clark, Matt Fitzpatrick, Gary Woodland type year. Um, I'm going to bet, be betting him, um, a lot. Matt, um, said Seth Shaka winning the US Open. Open also love that. I like him at the Open as well. <laughs> Seth Shaka would probably be like my second guy, um, that I think can really elevate himself, win a major, go to live, um, form an Austrian powerhouse. Um, that's kind of what I see for Sep. Um, but seriously, Cam Davis, 150-1, U.S. Open. Like, absolute nuke. Absolute yeah. nuke. And and I'll, t- I'll talk about it later. 
JT Poston, 320 to one to win the Masters. One of the greatest lines. <laughs> I also like Minwoo at the US Open. Yeah. How do you feel about Minwoo? I feel like you invented him. I also Austin Weber, Minwoo at the US Open. I love that bet as well, 80 to one. I actually think I bet it. Uh, remember when Minwoo was the favorite at the Honda and he like hadn't played a PGA Tour event ever? Really? But he, he like finished like top five and like seven straight DP events. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, I was like, this is ridiculous. And then I don't think he did much at the Honda. And then he came on later. Minwoo's the best. Everyone everyone will love Minwoo um, as they get to see him more. I'm excited for, for Foxy to be a full-time yes. PGA Tour member. I, he's winning the PGA Championship. Um, The PGA Championship? Or the yeah, Tour Championship? He's winning a major. No, no, no. Like, oh, yeah. No, I'll, I'll go on the record. I'll go on the record. Ryan Fox will win a PGA Tour event this year. <laughs> will you back me? Where? Oh, you know he could really. No, I, no, no. He's winning at Colonial. Okay, I was gonna say Craig Ranch actually. No, I feel like he's more a Diffie C's guy. Okay. No. Yeah. Seth no. Rocka, yeah, could be, Colonial okay. is an absolute muscle play. <laughs> like you can't bet it right now. He might not play, but just remember I said that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm an honorary Kiwi for life. Now we did an all blacks tour in Auckland, saw Grant Fox's uh, statue and all of his accolades over there. Um, and I was like, Oh, that's Ryan Fox's dad. And they were like, no one's ever said that. Um, I, I'm a big Ryan. No, Fox what? Ryan, Ryan Fox's no ever noticed his dad. Foxy's dad <laughs> is like the most famous athlete in new zealand history until and most people don't realize that his son golfs and i was like i don't know who grant fox is but i'm a big fan of ryan fox and they were like that's weird you're weird yeah but i'm I'm team foxy i would love to see him win you and you and i both know if foxy's doing well we're on the airwaves in new zealand so we both we're vested Like, I don't really know, you know, what more people want from us. Like, we couldn't be more <laughs> trustworthy. You've been to fucking New Zealand. How was the honeymoon? Like, rated out of 10. 10 out of 10. It was amazing. It was, it was great. It was a long flight, but it, it really passed yeah. by. Watched, like, five movies each way. Watched Lord of the Rings trilogy. Really wow. flew by. Auckland, as much as we love our folks down there, is the worst part about New Zealand. Really? Um, which is saying a lot because Auckland's amazing, but I went to like the best mini golf um, bar I've ever been to in yeah. my life in Auckland. That was the highlight of Auckland. Um, it was called Holy Moly. The best time I've ever had mini golfing. Wow. Um, it was like a Rube Goldberg on every, every mini golf hole. And they were like themed to different national like, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It's a great thing. Google holy moly. I think just they go have there. Like if you're looking for something to do on a weekend, fly to New Zealand and play mini golf there. Yes. Facts. And then leave Auckland and spend the rest of your time on South Island. Go to Queenstown. Okay. That's where we went. Um, beautiful. Played nine holes of golf, golfed on a glacier, flew in a helicopter. No, we Vib- vibes were immaculate. I wish I was still there. Um, it's summertime there. So I really wish I was there now. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. Ryan Fox, breakout year coming. You heard it here first on TIB. 
I I love it. Um, I'm actually placing that parlay right now. Hosting <laughs> Masters, Fox PGA, Camp Davis, U.S. Open, Sepp Straka Open. Like, that's a parlay. Like, mm. literally a billion to one. Genuinely, though. Um, <laughs> like, it, it actually might be. Um, I guess we could talk some century. You're a marketing guy. I like it. It's clean. It's kind of like in the social network when um, – fucking justin timberlake it's like get get rid of the the get rid of the like just facebook this century i love it i like it way better than century tournament of champions so as someone that you know majored in marketing yeah um, well they did it a year late on on the (laughs) rebrand because last year it was not the tournament of the champions and they were calling it the century tournament of champions with some non-champions now they're not even kidding themselves some of these guys are not champions, but it's just the century. So it's okay. So do you remember what trend we would be talking about? If not for one of the biggest collapses in PGA tour history. Uh, Come on. John. Well, yeah. The guy who, who doesn't win the year before is yeah. the guy who wins the century. Yeah. yeah. Strokes game, not winning a real event. Like yeah. Harris English legit didn't win. Cam yeah. Smith won a dual, like a team event that doesn't count. And then Colin literally didn't win. Last year, but he got in because he was in the tour championship. That's right. Won. I was all in on Xander for that. Um, yeah. And then he was true, right? Yeah, yeah. He was the only guy to like not play the full tournament. But he won, clear. though. Well, no, he won. Well, he won the Olympic. Oh, no. 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 I'm using it. no the year you before, like <laughs> the year before he only got in because of the Olympics and it was a whole thing. But yeah. the year at, yeah, last year he okay. actually won a bunch. Um, yeah. So anyway. I, there would be a good, sh- I have a bunch of strokes gain things to talk about um that we'll, we'll get into but i think you would agree this is kind of a tougher event to handicap um no one's been playing there's no recent form um it's a smaller field the course is you know unlike anything they play on the pga tour um so this isn't one where you know i you know i'm gonna guarantee a winner which i will many times this year but <laughs> Like this is kind of a tough one to to kind of figure out, just given it's the first event of the year um, and everything. Would would you agree, or like do you have the winner? Um, I like this event. I I actually like it a little bit more now that there's 59 players and not like 30 or less than 30. When it's like I agree. 30, I feel I like agree. any. Shout the PGA to Tour. Yeah, and for some reason, when you double it, it's like no, but actually, those guys won't win. Um, I feel like to me, this is always a week and I forget this. And then I realize once they start playing, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna remember that next year, but I actually remembered it this year. This is the week where everybody plays new clubs. They have new like equipment sponsors. They have a new caddy Colin this time last year. Nobody had any idea that he completely changed his putting stroke and got a new putting coach and he hit everything. And he made like, he was like gaining seven strokes putting going into the last round. Yeah. Everyone's trying different stuff. We don't know what's going to happen going in. Strokes can't change. Yes. Um, so that's why I kind of just look at course history. And if the guys are consistently playing well at this event, that at least tells me like they do something to prepare for the first week in January. Because most people, who, let's take a Tommy Fleetwood, for example. He's never played in this event. He's been on tour forever. He's usually Loser. like chilling with his family in January or like yeah, a nice old New wife. Year's Eve celebration with his old wife, like hanging out in England. Like this is a real change for him. 
and he might be like changes clubs and others shit like just testing out something new to see what works and all nobody gets cuts everyone makes money there's gonna be a lot of guys like that so targeting against some of the new like veteran first time there people who don't fit the course and don't like 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 a Hatton and a Fleetwood are two guys that I'm I'm gonna bet against in a matchup um because it's just oh, yeah. it's it's a change um yeah no I I agree I, I think that just kind of adds to the element of it being um kind of tough but one thing that I've in my deep dive kind of looked at it's it is a huge event for a strokes gain one in the fall like there's only so many opportunities to win in the fall but a large sample size of guys that have won this event have won um, in the fall. So Rom won a bunch of times on the DP World Tour. Cam Smith didn't win, um, but he was in contention at RSM like right before, like in his last event, um, and he was playing well. Harris English won the QBE shootout by nine strokes. Nine <laughs> fucking strokes, okay? That's a tournament record. Um, mm. If I knew that, dude, if I was betting, like if TIB was around in 2021, I legitimately would have bet the house on Harry English um, after his QBE shootout. Um, when JT, he won um, that fall. Xander, Xander Shoffley, who does not win golf tournaments, won the event in Asia in the <laughs> fall before he won. DJ didn't. JT did. He won in the fall. Um, so for me this week, I really like guys that won in the fall. I think that playing and contending in the last three months is a massive advantage to guys who haven't played, um, much. And I kind of like that little bit of course history. Also, also, if you win this event, you win a major that year. So yeah. you have Facts. to bet guys that will win a major um this year. Rom won a major, Cam won a major, Harris English top five at um the US Open. That was Counts. basically a major win. JT didn't Xander basically won the 2019 Masters. DJ, I don't know. Um JT 2017, <laughs> he won he won this, then won a major. So Strokes gained, um, one in the fall. Strokes gained will win a major, um, in the upcoming year. Yeah, gotta get the futures up immediately before the lines move on Sunday. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> like if someone wins this event, just parlay them to win every single major. Um, you want to get into the um, into the, the into the betting board? Why not? Yeah, um, Scotty five to one. I'm a little bit scared of him because he won this fall and he's like pretty good at golf. Um, but I'll, I'll hope that he can't go uh, super low. Hovland nine to one. Um, I'm out. Like I, I he's been ass here. Um, this isn't really kind of his spot. Um, he didn't win in the fall, so I'm out on Hovland mm -hmm. and nine to one. Ken, because I wanted to bet him, I didn't. Ken, do you think? Collins' performance last year makes him more or less likely to win this year. Um, I would say more likely because this is an event that not everyone can be fully focused at. There, like, if you have any reason to just 
have a good time this week. You might not have all the competitive juices flowing. And this is a business trip for Morikawa because he, he embarrassed himself. Yes. Um, I mean, that was, we were talking about this, like collapse of the year is usually my favorite superlative to look back on and debate about. We've never seen such a runaway collapse of the year. And partly it's just, it was a year without many collapses. I mean, the year before yeah. you had to talk about, was it Scott Piercy? Was it me? <laughs> Who could forget? <laughs> was it Scotty Scheffler at the tour championship? There were a lot of major collapses the year before that. It was definitely Chesson Hadley at the Palmetto championship. Who could forget? Um, and this year, I think the answer to runner up collapse of the year to Colin would have to be Kucher on Saturday at the worldwide technology championship. Um, which just goes to sh- like credit to, to Colin Morkauer for calling, pulling off uh collapse of the year. You really it, have, no, it have literally actually might be collapse of the decade. Like how many times in every single PGA tour event does someone ever lead by seven strokes at one point at any time? Very little. I really can't think of like any time someone's been up by seven in a tournament that happens very little. And I would assume that the win percentage is pretty high. If you have a seven stroke lead <laughs> of a tournament, it's not collapse of the year. It's, it's collapse of the, the decade, collapse of in the my opinion. century. Yeah. Yeah. Collapse. I mean, speed that masters. I don't know. I feel like that was worse than speed at the masters. No, no, no. Collapse of the, the century, the yeah. century. Yeah. No, there's just so many. Um, I wanted to bet Colin, but I bet another guy. And I think that I do like he won. I do like that he won in the fall. Like, it's not a bit. Like, I really do like that aspect. But I can't think. I, you have a pretty good golf encyclopedia brain. Can you ever remember someone blowing a tournament and then, like, winning it the next year? Or like Ooh, someone yeah. being like runner up and then finishing. The only person I can think about is Tony at Mexico. But I, I can't think of like really many other scenarios. Like Did I think there is some sp- or just like no, he didn't blow it, but like he came in second and then won the next year. So my kind of thing is that it hurts him more, even though <laughs> the um he's been great here. I do think that. It's a it's a bad place in his head once he gets on the back nine here. Like that's all he'll think about, and it will take a lot of willpower. I do think Colin will have a big year and he'll win. I'm out. Yeah, I I think again though, it's just the century now. It's not the century tournament champion. It's just the century. It may not matter that much to him whether he wins or loses. <laughs> okay. He got the win at the Zozo. Yeah, it's like his comeback here. He's like off the back. He's comfortable out here. Yeah, he's going to win. I like him at Tory, to be honest. Um, okay. So you're betting Patrick Cantley. Um, what did I read? Everyone go check out Dylan Chair's article, his sit down with Cantley. Loved it. It was really good. Um, you're on Cantley this week. What is the, uh, the case for all Patty Eyes? I think that it's just everyone's kind of stacked up there with like it was Xander, Colin, Cantley. Is there anybody else? They're all like 16 to 1, basically. Um, and I just think Cantley's better than all of them. I think he's like a, clearly like 
your tiers are you got to take Rom out of there now because he doesn't play right anymore. So it's Scotty and Rory. Big Lud is maybe <laughs> I mean, next in a tier two. It's like Cantlay, Homa, Big Lud. Wait, I, I don't, I don't want to cut you off. Vic. What, what, what do you think about Ludwig? Like, is he good at golf? Yeah, he's good at golf. Yeah, I mean, he's legit. He's here to stay. I don't know enough about his short game. If he's like getting lucky chipping, I feel like he chips in a lot. Yeah, and I don't actually think he's like this, this like Scotty Scheffler level like should be chipping in a lot type of guy. So I think that kind of regresses a little bit, but I mean, he's got probably the nicest swing on tour. Yeah. Hits it a but mile like, and it doesn't move. How egregious do you think his prices are? I don't think they're egregious. I think they're you fair. Think he, he should be 14 to one in this field. Yeah. I think if he was like 18, I would definitely bet him. And I think a lot of people would, um, but this is an event that I don't really like guys who haven't been here before it's like a weird yeah. course it's undulated you're hitting ball above your feet ball below your feet that's i think he's more of like a track man golfer where he like knows his distances yeah and just hit it super far get it he couldn't play hole. a greystone <laughs> no <laughs> no and we'll see how he does it at augusta he'll probably he'll probably be great um guy i think he's like by a landslide the best par five score too in this field and there's five par five. So like he's going to score, he's going to get a ton of birdies here. Um, I don't think it's a bad price. I think he has like elite skill sets and the things that matter the most. So I don't think Ludd is a fluke. I think he's going to have a good year. I don't think he's definitely going to win any of these majors, but I think he can really clean up on like easy events. I think he's like, he's like a better Sam Burns. Yeah. Um, and I forgot Vic. So so Vic is in tier one, actually, going back to that. So it's okay. like you're you got Rory, Vic, and Scotty. They could they play well, they could win anywhere. And then your second tier, you've got Cantley. And I would put Ludd in there and I put Homa in there. And then I would put the other guys like like Xander and and Morkawa after that in the third tier. So to me, Cantley's just a little bit better than those other guys. He's been finishing like top five everywhere. I don't think he won at all last year. No. Which is weird. He's due. Trend, trend. Um, This time last year, he was getting like toasted on social media because he wore those stupid shorts or something. Remember that? Yeah. That couple pick with Zant. So he was getting embarrassed, probably distracted him. Yep. (laughs) That's in the past is like a little redemption for him, like a little wardrobe redemption. Um, He's like calling the shots on the PGA Tour now, coming in a little bit more confident about himself. Like he runs the place, calling out pampered fucks. Like, this is kind of Cantley's tournament. He's had a lot of moments here, like off the course moments. I I don't remember a single time he was in contention, but he has he's finished fourth place twice in the last three years, and he's like always a storyline, one way or another. Yeah, no, his like his shorts was all they talked about on the broadcast. <laughs> like that was like taking up so much airtime. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm fine with Cantley. I bet him here last year. I don't like the fact that he hasn't played all fall. Like he's like one of the only people that didn't tee it up a single time. And I just don't know. Like Cantley wins like big dick events in the summer. Like I just don't see him like grinding at century. Like I'm just trying to psychoanalyze the guy. And I just, 
I don't know if like this really gets him hard. Like I think he needs a little bit more juice than an event that like I'm not even joking. Like his Mai Tai comments, like like make me think less of him at this tournament. I'm not this. I'm being serious. Uh, but he's obviously very good and he's a great putter. And I bet him here last year, so like I get it. Um, but like if you don't win when I bet you, like you're just I'm never betting you again. Um, I bet um, Homa at at fifteen to one. Again, he kind of fits the mold. He checks a lot of boxes for me of um, someone I think is going to have a really breakout year and really cement himself, like I talked about earlier in the show. He has course history. He's been better every single time he's played it uh, with the T4 last year. Really impressive showing. Um, He's another guy, elite ball striker, really good putter. I trust his flat stick. Um, I think – that good putters tend to win this event, and he fits that. Um, he won the Ned Bank Challenge, which is one of the hardest events to win in the entire world um, in Africa. Um, yeah. And I don't know, just four, 15 to 1, like kind of mixed with those guys. Like I think kind of people are like Kovlin, I mean, uh, Colin and Cantley and Xander. Like I don't know. I think it's – like I just said, like I think it's going to be a home a year. And, you know, he really doesn't – there's not a single box he doesn't check. Um, I do like him in a little bit easier conditions, to be honest. But um, I like Homa. I I think Homa is my favorite play Um, up top. um, 20 to 1 range, like 20 to 30. um, You wrote up your guy, your breakout guy for the year, Matty Fitz. Uh, What number did uh, did you get Fitz at? uh 30 30 okay it hasn't really moved too much off. yeah I was, but he's I like 22 on one book yeah he's like 22 on one book and 30 on another so like big lap that one <laughs> yeah i thought that would come down a little bit more it's it came down a little bit but yeah anywhere anything above 25 i would play fits at he finished top 10 i think or seventh here in his debut last year i don't like to play guys in their first year but once you kind of yeah. know what this tournament is all about and you played it then I'll go back to you. It's pretty good on Bermuda. Putts well anywhere. He can win a putting contest. Um, although he's like not a birdie fest guy. No. So that would be the only thing that would give me pause. Like if you look at every round Fitz has ever played, the only time he's ever played a tournament and gotten past 20 under was here. Yeah. That's a crazy stat. That he's Nowhere else has he ever shot. I think Zal did the exact same thing. <laughs> the only time Zal's ever got to minus 20 is here. Yeah, but we're here. So, like, yeah. I think, you know, it's the last few years it poured and everything just hit the green and stopped and it was just point and shoot. And that's why it was a birdie fest and there was no wind. This year, it's there's not that much rain. It's going to be drier and it's going to be really windy on Friday and Saturday. Um, so when it gets windy and firm, it's not going to be a 30 under week. It's probably going to be like 24 under winds or something. Yeah. So he'll be he'll be in the mix as long as it stays to like low twenties. But you would think a guy as good of a putter as he is, he should be a birdie fast guy. Um, he's gonna get to, he's got the distance to get to the par fives, five par fives. Should be birdie in those for sure. Um, he's playing really well. He's so good at the Ryder Cup. Um, one within his last like five starts on DP. He's been playing he a lot on DP. He can win. Yeah, I like him. Okay. Uh, my guy, twenty to thirty. 
Um, I know he's, he's, he's pretty popular this week, but, uh, Tom Kim, um, I got him at 35 to one, um, dude balled out here last year, had a really good showing, um, on his first time, which again, um, a lot of people kind of struggle, um, in the first time. So I like that. He kind of figured this place out to a certain extent to, to start the year last year. Um, he's got a new caddy on the bag, maybe a little bit of a revenge factor, losing his caddy to Ludwig Aubert. Um, I think that's kind of driving him um, a little bit. Again, I like that he won this fall. Um, we are kind of on a trend of, you know, we had a lot of internationals win this, and then we had a lot of Americans win it. We're on the international wave again. So I like Tom Kim for those reasons. But the dude, if there's one guy I trust to go extremely low, I have zero concerns about him winning this event uh, because of the score. And I think 30 to 1 is very fair on a guy who's won three times on the PGA Tour. Um, so also no wife, no kids, strokes gained. <laughs> um, strokes gained single in Hawaii versus strokes gained like family in Hawaii. Like I would – I would like to, if maybe I could get my intern on it, to know the marital um, and relationship status of winners at mm. Kapalua to start the year. If someone could look up that up for me, that would be um, great um, because I think there's something there. If you if you dive a little bit, uh, if you dive a little bit deeper. So why do you just like time to yourself? Yeah. Because it's not yeah. like you're not like going out and like out on the town. You're like stuck on the resort. Yeah. Like I feel like if you bring your wife and kids, they're going to be like, oh, we want to go to like the the water park and like mm. we want to see the fucking dolphins. And you're not they're not letting you focus on your craft because if OK, this is this is a take. This is why we do the pod. OK, if you bring your family to like the John Deere or the travelers like we're talking shit towns. Like there's nothing going on. Most people have seen middle America. Most people have seen Florida. Okay. Not when you bring your family to Hawaii, it's like a massive new experience and they're going to want to do a lot of shit and they're going to pull you in a bunch of different directions <laughs> versus a normal PGA tour event. Um, that is the take that is, like science right there. <laughs> like when you bring your family to a normal PGA tour event, there's, there's nothing to do. Hawaii. It's a different animal. I like single guys. This That's week. true. I've I seen like the white Lotus. Yeah. You know, you know how it is. Who's the next guy you bet? Um, future U S open champion. Ken Cam Davis. I think it's a crazy number. I got him at 80. No, actually I got him at 90. I think he's like 75. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. He's had a great fall. Little little Humpty Humpty Dumpty. Strokes gained Australia. I had a great fall. Who um, is uh I'm just testing your knowledge. Who is a famous Australian that finished top five at this event? Matt Jones. You know ball. Like you Who? literally know ball. It's crazy. Who? Matt Jones. Um and Cam Smith, obviously. I think I like the whole like natural time zone narrative. Like Sung Jay balls oh. out here pretty Holy close shit. um oh God. tom kim like there's something to that like you're in hawaii and you didn't have to travel that far you're like it feels right um 
kind of works for California people too. They that that works. It just like kind of anywhere like Korea, Japan, California, Australia. Ryan Fox isn't here, but it would apply to New Zealand as well. Um, I like it. You know, you don't have to travel as far. It's like if you if if the Rams were playing in London, you wouldn't bet on them. Works the same way here. Um, but yeah, I mean he's he's playing great. He he's so erratic, drives it everywhere off the tee, yeah. but it doesn't matter. He can't miss these fairways. It's like that's why Justin Thomas is awesome here. Um, he's just good. He's just really good. He's like gaining. He's across a future all. major champion. Yeah, he's and he's young. I hit him at the Rocket Mortgage. No big deal. One one fifty to one. Not a big deal. Um, so like he could play. I love it. Time strokes hand time zone. I fucking love it. Um, I was debating between betting him and another guy and or Sanjay. I kind of invented Sanjay at this event. I thought he was gonna win the last two years. He didn't. That's past me. Like I'm turning a new leaf. Like I'm not stuck in old ways. Um, so yeah, I'm in on I'm gonna back Cam Davis. Um he again, he almost won twice. Um in the fall, he almost won in Australia. He was like first round leader. That also counts if you're first round leader somewhere. You could win um this event. But like you said, Shrokes gain time zone, um, Shrokes gain erratic off the T, Shrokes gain Australia, Shrokes gain winning a major this year. Cam Davis. I'm in. I'm in. I'm yeah. I'm gonna bet. I haven't bet him yet, but like I'm I'm down to party um on him. <laughs> I another guy. Single. Yeah. We'll yeah, assume he's he single. Yeah, I think he is. He doesn't have like a fucking family. Um, so that's huge. Um, that's another um <laughs> thing. I don't think this guy's gonna win, but I bet him. Um Sahith Tagala. I think it's just a good course fit. Um I I'm a bit lower. Maybe I won't bet the gala. I'm not feeling it. And I want to go with my gut. I might bet another guy. Um, I don't love the gala, but it makes sense. Like, I think it's a good course fit. Um, he's a good putter, but I, I'm lower than consensus on Sahith. Like, I don't think he's actually that good um, at golf, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Who are you? Who, are you? who else are you betting? I hope not Sahith. No, I'm interested if the Sahith like family and friends make the trip. Yeah. Because it's not that bad of a trip from LA. And that's a big difference. If if he's hosting all of the Thagalas, mm-hmm. I don't know if, if Hawaii can handle that. Um, uh, but he has no immediate family, like he has no kids or anything, so that would be a plus for him. I bet him alongside Rojang. Um at the QBE or, or whatever they're calling it. And they disappointed a little bit. So I have a little sour taste in my mouth for, for Sahith. Um, but I love him. If he wins, that's cool. I'm happy for him. Uh, another guy who sprays it that won't matter here. So he'll be fun to watch. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I bet I forgot that I bet Cam Young. It was one of those things where I was just I like, like Cam, oh, Young. Cam Young in a limited field at a big number. I got a 55, which I think is a big number for Cam Young. Um, Guy, I'll probably lose. I don't know if I'll lose like the most money on Cam Young this year because I don't like love him enough um, to keep betting him. Like, if he sucks, then I'll just be like, all right, I'm done with that. I don't need to go yeah. back. Um, Sung Jay was probably the guy I lost the most money on last year because I like him. He and sucks. I wanted him to win, he and he just doesn't sure. win. Yeah. Um, so I could probably still like keep getting sucked into that trap this year. But Cam Young, I'll like, okay, 
good number. I'll bet it. If I miss out, I'm not going to be too upset about it. Um, but you know, he's good. And Paul Tessori was obviously holding him back. So it's good that he's off the bag. Yep. Um, hits it That's, far. Isn't that like weird? He made like a weird, his, his tweet was really weird. I got to go back and pull up what Paul he tweeted. tweeted. Well, he has a new caddy for sure. Um, and it's some, I looked him up. I, it didn't. But it was like, it's weird to get, I'm not saying Webb Simpson's like a fucking Hall of Famer, but it's it's weird to get an elite caddy like that. Like, there's only so many caddies that people actually know. And to play with him for less than half a year and then kick him off the bat. Like, that doesn't make me think, it makes me think less of Cam Young. It makes me feel like he has some issues. Yeah. Okay. So here's what uh, Paul Tesori <laughs> tweeted. 2023 was a brutal year professionally. Moving on from 12 and a half years, my man Webb Simpson and not having the huge run with Cam that I hoped for. Starting in 24, I'm going to lean on AP Stat Sports for some help in diagnosing every shot. I'll do this daily and weekly. So I kind of threw Cam under the bus a little bit, I think. Like most caddies would be like, you know, Thank him for this opportunity. That's why it's weird. Like Paul Tesori is like a, like an elite caddy, and he's like, "You're gonna kick me off the bag? Like you haven't won dick, bro." Like yeah, that. And Cam's caddy before Paul Tesori was like literally a buddy, like a exactly. college friend. So he's I like, think no, it, I need someone more like established. He went like zero to two hundred. He went from like this guy's not giving me anything and I'm just hitting my shots to Paul Tesori. He's like, we got to do this and you got to hit it here. And I'm going to read your greens. And this is how Webb and I did it. Like cam's already the opposite player for Webb Simpson anyway. So it's almost like Nathaniel Hackett on the jets. Yeah. Had a great thing going with Aaron Rodgers for a really long time. They bring him in. You're going to be Rogers guy, but then you got to stick him with, with Zach Wilson. And it's like, I don't know how to adapt my teaching what I offer to this completely different guy yeah. and it just didn't work out. So now, now we're going to try again. I don't even know who's caddies. I don't think it matters. He played really well in majors with a random friend on his bag. Akshay's winning with his girlfriend on the bag. Like it's some guys, Wayne, his new caddy is Wayne DeHass. He is currently unranked. His best <laughs> OWGR is 738 and he's South African. That's cool. I've always said if I had a to pick a caddy, it would be somebody with like a comforting accent. Yeah. Like just to um, take my mind off of things. Like a, a nice accent sounds convincing, even if I don't trust the number. If you give it to me in an accent, like I really I believe it. No, I for sure um agree. Um on that one. My last bet, I think the last guy we will talk about um this today um another guy i like seriously i love this bet with a top five and a top 10 um jt poston is kind of my breakout he's like on my short list of breakout guys this year i think he oh would bet my entire life he wins a pga tour event this year like that is a guarantee um and i think he kind of you know kind of might fuck around and you know hang around in a major and just kind of be like yo like Wyndham champ, um, John Deere champ. Like, nah, like that's not good enough for me. Like I need some big dick wins. 
But this is a great spot for him. I mean, wide open off the tee. He's terrible off the tee. Um, really good wedge player. Really good putter. Um, contended in the fall. 100 to 1. I love it. Like, I really do think. Can he win? Probably not. Top five, top ten is a max. Is an absolute mortgage. Um, and again, Strokes can win a major this year. I like Poston. I really do. I mean, and I owe some of that to you, man. I really do. Um, mm. You tweeted before the John Deere Classic. Um, yeah, Poston's form is ass here, but it was so was it at the Travelers, and he's eighty to one. I'm like, all right, I'm in. Um, and I cast that lie. and fourth of July weekend. I remember like being at the bars and like girls come up to move me, like, did you hit JT Post at the John Deere? I was like, Yeah, they're like, You weren't worried about his like course sister. I'm like, he was second like last week, but he was trending. Um, so I remember that happening. But yeah, that was that was a movie. That was honestly sick as shit. Um yeah, one thing that was bullshit, and I'm I'm still trying to get a refund from FanDuel. <laughs> Um, his caddy, I'm blanking on his name, Aaron got Flanner. Fleener. Yeah, he got uh injured in the practice round, and so he played his full uh RSM classic with his agent on the back. How are you not refunding my bet? Wait, at the job at the here? at the RSM, he played with, with his oh. agent on the bag instead of Fleener. He was gonna you gotta win. give you gotta give me a cash out option if that's happening. That's not what I bet At on. At least that's I bet not, on the yeah. the battery of Fleener and Post. Um, and I, and I don't know his uh, his status, Fleener. I I think it was like he got no. Surgery. He's in. He's oh, in. Wait, what? He's in. Yeah, he tweeted he tweeted a picture of a porta potty and said thanks, Ron. So I'm he's not even that. joking. He's, he's carrying. In, he's in cap. Because Kapalu is a, a tough walk, and that this is going to make a big difference <laughs> if I if I back Poston or not. Dude, ride Poston with me. First round leader? No, John, John, John. For, this is not a typical first round leader event. Okay. This event, the last three winners were first round leader. I haven't seen anything like that in all my years of betting on golf. So this is a week where you don't pick losers that can't win to be first round leader. <laughs> How, did you see any of that in your research? Well, if you got to get to 30 under, you kind of have no choice but to lead at the first round because it, <laughs> you can't play catch up for that long. Um so that make no, that makes sense. I I think this is a, a wind split week. I'm going morning wave. I haven't looked Here's at who's the, in what, the morning wave. What yet, wind but. tower are you using? <laughs> I'm, I'm in Maui. It's not Maui's a big place. <laughs> like there, no, I'm not even joking. There's, there like, there's two in Maui. You just split the difference. Okay. Yeah, I haven't kind of dived into weather but um yeah my first round leader card this week is just my outright card um i okay. think it's okay I'm not, it's not a week to be like oh i really like fucking i don't know like some shit like brendan todd first round leader like no it's not happening um yeah um you know i i posted my year in review that's aaron rye was the only first round leader i hit did it three times. Didn't hit a first round leader that wasn't Aaron Rye. 
Um, that, so I, that, I, I, that's, yeah, he's I can't hit field. this week. Yeah, I can't hit. Dude, you know, I don't know if people know this, but I have like a local book and they would pay out first round leaders in full if they would tie. Like they would just pay it out in full. And like they also paid out ties in full, which isn't that crazy, but. But it didn't automatically do that. And we would text our bookie and say, this should be paid in full. And he would just do it. And it was amazing. It was like, actually, is this dude? No, Shrakalov, <laughs> dude, we literally like said he was going to win every major this year on this pod. Like he will he's not going to win this franchise uh, a year yeah. from today. Yeah. Um. So I get, I'm going to read this text exactly that I got from this guy. <laughs> Um, I know I'm keeping you over, but we'll, we'll end it a- after this. But um, this is the text from him. Good afternoon. Balance of 140 this week. Me being down, not up. Drop some free play for you, exclamation point. Happy New Year, exclamation point. All right. Fuck yeah. For, for your information, FYI, starting this week, dead heat rules will no longer be applied. All right, bro. So I'm like... Did they? Did the book do like a year end like audit and like they were like, <laughs> what lost us the most money? It was like, oh, these fucking kids, Brian Cursor and Matt Gannon, like <laughs> one thousands of dollars betting first round leaders when they shouldn't have been paid in full. Like there was like an audit done um, for this book. Um, so yeah, now like first round leaders, I'm like done donating money to him. Like I'm just gonna bet the best number first round leader and just just hope for the best yeah I'm, there anyone who tells you they like have a strategy for first round leaders lying it's what? completely random what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> are you did you actually just say that on my pod yeah fight me you 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 literally bet one guy for you bet munoz first round leader every week and is that not a strategy I mean, that's more like a way of life. That's like oh, an I, that's an ideology. No, but that's legitimately a first round leader strategy. Okay, I would say there are certain guys who are first round leader guys, and yeah, if you want to pick a guy, that's a strategy. You bet just, losers that can't win to be first round leader. Yeah, no, there's certain guys who always deliver on the first round never close and their number never changes week to week in first round leader because of how bad they close, which doesn't have any effect on it. Aaron Lies, rides a perfect example. Sebastian Munoz is a perfect example. There's not too many of them. I will continue to bet Aaron Rye first round leader every week when he's not in the field. I have absolutely no strategy or any idea what I'm doing. Sometimes it's just weather splits and you hope to get lucky. That's what I'm going to try this week, but it could literally be any of these 59 people and none of them would surprise me. How about Camila? I, One in the fall. Fuck. Is back. Shit. Yeah, Camila could win. Um, he could go to go, live, actually. Speak Spanish. Maybe. Um, before I let you go, I appreciate your time. I know you're watching the Q's game. I got my aisles are on. Um, any early Sony leans? I mean, posty. I right, play. I don't know if he's gonna play. Why not? He's already in. He's already in Hawaii. What about Cole? He's probably gonna win, right? Whoa, Cole at Sony. Sony makes I said it first. I said it first because <laughs> he. Everyone's gonna bet him next week. I feel like Cole's never left the 
continental United States. No, he played in the Open. I feel like he's out of sorts when he leaves the continental United States. He almost won the Scottish. Yeah. Okay. So. That that theory doesn't work. Are you in on Colt next week? Spot. No, I think I'm done. After like <laughs> I had him at uh, I had him at the RSM. He literally would have had to shoot like 57 to win. Like who cares? No, but it, two holes in, he went like bogey bogey and and Ludwig went yeah. like birdie eagle. Like he, he just looked out. like a guy that's not going to close. Everything about him, he's like begging to tell everyone he's not going to close. I I won't be there for his first win probably. <laughs> You're out. I I'll be late on Colt. Okay. Um but I mean, Henley's going to be probably the favorite. How about, how about a little lag on Tom Kim? Remember when he was the favorite here? It's true. Are you disappointed? I mean, if he, he's going to win this week, so it's going to be tough <laughs> to win back to back. He could go JT um, vibes. Um, I really appreciate your time. Everyone check out John's weekly articles. They're great. One of my favorite things to read. Um, and as you, as you guys can tell, he's a great guy, great golfer. Um, great driver of the ball, great wedge player. Um, he, he could roll in some putts. Really good on difficult holes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to um, once the weather gets a little bit warmer for us to to play some uh, some golf soon. Yeah, who knows? 2025, you might see you might see a lot of me, depending yeah. depending on where my house ends up. Um, Matt Fitzpatrick yeah, no, like will I, have a lot like, to do. With that. You'll like invite me over and we'll like grill. And like talk about our wives and like our lawns. Yeah, one of the things uh, hanging in the balance of my bets this year is will I have a yard or not? Because okay. there are there are there are towns that I like that don't have yards, and I don't want to live there. But if I can't afford a yard, then I got no. We can't grill, so that's why I, I need to cook this year. I need to. Okay. I need to be up units by the end of the year, or. I'm in, pro- I'm in shambles. Yeah. No, well, you will. You will. <laughs> um, but I appreciate everyone uh, listening. It's it's great to be back. Um, no one cares. I'm not re- doing any articles this year. I'm not writing. I'm just potting. I'm too busy at work. I can't do it. So if you listen okay. this far, I'm not, I'm not doing any writing um, <laughs> this year. And also I hate it because I have to like pick a guy on Monday or Sunday night and I don't know who I'm fucking betting. We will be. Back next week, we got Jersey betting Matt Gannon on for the Sony. I've actually been trying to get him on. I've asked him, look, I'm not joking, like three times to come on, and he's declined me every time. Like, I can't get the kid on. I moved around the schedule to get him on. So, we'll be back next week. Hope everyone has a He's great a homeowner. Night. Yeah, he owns it. No, he, he runs it, but he lives in a house know. with a woman. He's got a house. He's got a yard. It's basically, yeah. Um, we'll see everyone next week. Hope you win your bets this week as long as I bet them.